Welcome to Halloween. I'm Dan Curtis Thompson. What's up, Bone Daddies? I'm Courtney Gilmore, and this is Rated <laughs> bone X Daddy. Podcast. Yep. Happy That's Halloween. Fun. Happy Merry Christmas. We have a thank you for listening. This is a podcast where two real life exes rate and review fictional relationships. Oh, yeah. That's right. And we, and first of all, follow us on socials at Rated X Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon for a bunch of extras. October is all free for all patrons, so you get access to um, bonus content, extra episodes, and everything behind the scenes there. So head over to patreon.com slash ratedxpod and listen. This episode is going to be... Um, oh, I thought you sent like, and listen, like listen to our episodes. And listen to our episodes. And, and also, listen. And also look and listen. <laughs> the, I don't know why I'm coming in hot with that, but just, uh, hey, how's it going, guys? You're just a classic bone daddy today. <laughs> this po- this episode is going to be the just before our season finale playoffs, mm-hmm. and Big so one. we're leaving you off with a little transitory as we take a, a brief hiatus in between our seasons to regroup and and start up again. We have a, a nice little in between holiday episode movie, The mm-hmm. Nightmare before christmas that's right i don't know if you could have guessed it by based on the title or not but it's perfect because it's it's a big one how what would you say is this a halloween movie or a christmas movie this is a movie that i always watch on november 25th what that's it's always been my my tradition because it's it's after halloween and it's before christmas okay i i get no i i understand that but why that specific date i don't know because like for me i start celebrating christmas uh a month before Christmas, so oh. I got a whole month, right? So November twenty okay. fifth to, and uh, but then it still still somehow feels too early to watch like an actual Christmas movie, so it's like a nice ease into the Christmas uh, holiday for me. Okay, I see. So the twenty five is not arbitrary; it's it's a full month ahead it, no, of it's, Christmas. It, yeah, it's it's a purposeful on my part. But I like because that like strategy. if I if I watch it in October, like I mean, like it was fun watching it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, but uh. Uh, if I watch it in October, I'm like, oh, I could be watching, you know, a horror movie, you know, like I could be enjoying the spooky season. Um, so it because it gets so into Christmas. But then uh, in November, like, what am I going to do? Watch Saving Private Ryan? No, I won't watch Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it is this combination of, of, of holidays that sort of create this liminal theme where it's not quite... Not quite perceptively Halloween, but not quite Christmas, but a fusion of both. Mm-hmm. And so we decided we're going to rate and review Jack and Sally. That's right. Our the re- quintessential emo kid couple. They really are. And yeah. so if you uh, if you haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas, it's a Tim Burton film. It's Disney, which I forgot. I hadn't seen this in quite a while, actually. Really? Um, yeah, and it's voice and Sally is voiced by Catherine, Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara, which is so nice. And and her voice sounds very. And it's in a different context than I'm used to hearing, mm-hmm. with the singing yeah. and the softness and everything. Actually, Catherine O'Hara voices two characters. Do you know who the other one is? I have no idea. Uh, the little witch. What little witch? You know, uh, uh, Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, cool. Uh, she's she's the witch. Uh, I forget which one that is. Okay. Of the three, but yeah, she she's the, she plays the witch who's like kidnap Mr. Santa Claus. Cool. Yeah. I like that. 
Um, so we're going to give you a little plot summary. If you need a, a refresher from this movie, we'll give you a little, a little rundown to bring you back and then get right into this couple. Okay. When the king of Halloween Town, Jack Skellington, gets bored of his job preparing for Halloween every year, he discovers Christmas Town and is inspired to take control of the Christmas season for a change. Unfortunately, his ghoulish subjects have difficulty getting the festive holiday quite right. Meanwhile, Sally, a pretty maid who takes care of her creator, <laughs> Dr. Finkelstein, is, try- a pretty maid. is trying to escape from her con- confines. She worries for Jack and foresees his plans will end in ruin. Thank you to Tribute.ca for that little plot, plot summary. Tribute.ca. What do you mean a, a maid? A pretty a pretty maid. A pretty maid. Would you? First I of would. All, that's not what she is. Really. I wouldn't call her pretty or a maid. How dare you? You don't think that Sally is pretty? She is a bunch of skin sewn together. No, that's not pretty. It's most beautiful. Artfully, She's yeah. She's a great... Yeah, Finkelstein uh, really really knows how to do taxidermy She's a humans. smoke show human quilt. I like it. I like her she, aesthetic. She's, what do you think she is? She's a rag doll. You think so? Yeah, because she she unsews her she dismembers herself by threads. Because like, but what doll? do you think she's what do you think she's made of? Do you think it's cloth or do you think it's like human skin that's stuffed with leaves for some I, reason? Why does she get stuffed with leaves? If she gets a little bit wet, she's gonna rot. I assume that she's some she's sort of like a rag doll humanoid hybrid mm. that she's like the, kind of a human but also a rag doll but sure. she's she's also very skeletal i, I mean I, this is a tim burton signature but everyone is uh like skeletons essentially yeah. even if you're not supposed to be one but jack or is, the mayor jack is definitively a skeleton but re, but sally has got like that skeletal yeah. framework but for sure even though she doesn't have a skeleton i know she should just be like a bag of leaves like limply like <laughs> like a blob walking around but it's interesting i used to think that she was maybe like made of cloth or something too yeah. but as i've gotten older i'm like no that's fucking leather face <laughs> <laughs> that shit is gross yeah i mean do they ever they don't classify they don't classify her as anything specific do they no not really and also like i mean like it's it is what it is but like some sometimes i like to think a bit about it to ruin it for myself like uh jack skellington he's a skeleton what's he the skeleton of was he a guy before yeah 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 exactly well why are they just are these all dead people like why are they just skelling yeah skeletons? is this something is this what happens when you die you go to halloween town if so <laughs> count me in but i saw that I, I, i'm not f- super familiar with the the kingdom hearts version of this um yeah, that yeah. carries the story but apparently or there's like there's another variation, kind of like a sequel, added story in in one of the. There's like video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and where they have children, where there's children, and, um, Jack and Sally have five. Oh, really? Five skeleton children, D- but they're not. Does that mean they? They're all he, skeletons, though. They're not ragdoll hybrids. How did that? Does that mean happen? that he has sperm? <laughs> I don't know what how they're doing it. I don't understand really. He gave her the bone. I just know they, they boned, and that's yeah. how it works in in Halloween Town. So, would you say because you mentioned that they're e- they're sort of Did emo she- representations, which they actually are? Like, oh yeah, they we are- can live like Jack and Sally yeah. if we want. How like, did that happen? Blink Uh 
Well, because I think mostly because Sally's song, uh, which is titled mm-hmm. Sally's Song, which is like, there must be something in the wind that, uh, where she's like, uh, uh, but does he notice my feelings for him? No, I think not. Uh, that's like, I think a classic, like, uh, kind of emo girl song who's crushing on like the drama kid <laughs> who doesn't yeah. notice you know, I yeah. think that's like the song that uh, really attracted them. And this, there's like a, a whole Tim Burton esque style. It's almost gothic. It you is know, very it's, gothic. It's very dark. Romance um, gothic. Yeah, it's which romance emo gothic. Loves. That's yeah. exactly what. Yeah, it's My Chemical Romance, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. So they became almost like a, an emo icon couple, mm-hmm. power couple. Which, which is so I don't know weird, why. Though. We'll get into it, but uh, <laughs> I don't really get why. Well, well, the more the more I, I look on it, because it's not really much of anything. Like the story, like the story of Jack and Sally is, I think, if you were to put all together in this, like what hour and twenty minute movie, it would be like ten minutes, maybe. It's very brief. This yeah. this story is not really centered on Jack mm-hmm. and Sally. So no, we're, and we're most of the from... time. We're pulling yeah, on the time threads they... from Sally's ah, body. Ah, there we go. Uh, to oh, put she this doesn't together. like that. <laughs> Do you think that when she gave birth to those skeletons, it was by C-section, and she just like yes, had to unsew so, her own yeah. she her had own to stomach, unsew and then sewed it back up? Yeah, no problem. Really convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let, let's. So, I guess when I was watching this and trying to come up with some notes for this couple, I was focused primarily on Sally because Sally is what is who we see pining from for Jack from afar and she's got her mm-hmm. own little backstory because yeah. where like where do you think Sally is at emotionally right now in t- in the beginning of this oh love her that emo- she has. her constant emotional state is I never asked to exist <laughs> <laughs> I mean she's a prisoner yeah she's her she's the most tragic character she's the only one as santa claus says sandy claus says uh she's the only one who makes any sense around here yeah yeah Uh, she's a voice of reason mm -hmm. but she's a prisoner to the doctor right like dr Finkelstein. yeah yeah so i loved this movie so much growing up oh my god this is no wonder i was an emo kid i think i don't know if this if i am an emo kid because i like this movie or i like this movie because i was an emo kid I don't know, but my emo It's like a chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, my emo-ness was actually quite unaffected by this movie because I didn't I didn't watch it when it came out. I, I watched mm. it like in passing, I think maybe when I was in my 20s, but it didn't right. really affect my So I, this was a this was part of my emo culture that I missed. I'm oh, doing my homework on on the emo-ness of it. But but I recognize Yeah, I got it. I got it like uh, on VHS. I never saw it in the movie theaters or anything, okay. but I got it uh, as a Christmas present when I uh, when it first came out. And I don't know if my parents still have that VHS tape, but it, by the end, like it was so worn out. Really? Uh, like it, it was like you know how like remember VH, uh, v, VCRs used to have like the tracking on it yeah, yeah, to yeah. like help uh, if it was like kind of fuzzy, you yeah. could make it clear. It, yeah. There's no there's no tracking you could do on a VCR that would make it like perfect. <laughs> Because I watched it so really? much. Oh yeah, I know like every word to it, even still. Wow. Yeah. This yeah, movie. I love it. What a choice. It's it's an interesting one to be at like a a play it's, like a worn out VHS fave. 
It's yeah, not, and well, I, I'm, it's not the criticism. It's just it's it's a good movie. I just never would have. I guess because I didn't grow up watching it, so it's an in, an interesting little glimpse into your life, knowing that this was so mm-hmm. uh, influential. You know what's interesting though? What? I think I just thought of another reason why it's a good like emo couple. Okay. Is because it's. I think the movie, aside from the love story, the mm-hmm. movie in general feels like a love letter to weirdos. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's all about weirdos who like tradition. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It is. It's like unconventional conventions. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, let's celebrate the holidays, but let's, let's explore. Let's make it weird. Let's make it weird. Holidays, but weird. Yeah, yeah holidays, let's make it quirky. Yeah. yeah, like I just want to make it so unique to me, even though the way what I if... make it unique is the way everyone who's like me makes it unique. Hear me out. Hear me out. What if Halloween was also... Love it. Christmas. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So, we don't do Christmas in July. We do Halloween in July. Yeah. I just like walk around with like a scream mask on in July. <laughs> People are like, ugh. <laughs> I don't I like was, that. I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I mean, I've watched yeah. most of his stuff, so I, I'm definitely on board with, with his aesthetic and his creativity in movies like this. I, I really Especially like that Especially his recent movies. Yeah. <laughs> What are the, they? He hasn't done anything recent, has he? Is like, that, is that the, what you're Alice saying? Alice in Wonderland. I loved Alice in Wonderland. I really? loved it. Oh, yes. really? I didn't. Oh, I you did. really like Alice in Wonderland. Okay, what I about uh, the new Willy Wonka? Um, I don't know if I saw it. But yeah. Alice in Wonderland is near and dear to my heart, and I thought there is no one more perfect to tackle that than Tim Burton. To me, that was a I Tim agree. This the style is the styling great, was good. The, I don't know. Didn't he like he changed anyway? That's a Alice oh yeah. In I mean, Wonderland there's so many thing. different variations of that, but yeah. But I I just I don't know. I like what he does. I like his Fair. design. I like his characters and um the yeah. weird the quirkiness of it. I think that's a really cool signature move that he's yeah. curated for himself. Yeah. But I was telling you when I was watching this movie. It was so funny to me how Jack, um, so he's, Jack is like on this mission to try and, and spice up his life and the life of his town and like find variety. He's like an explorer and he's like, we need to shake things up. But like, yeah, cause he's like, as he's the so King. exhausted by the fucking Halloween <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And Which in his defense, I mean, it's like they, they're like, oh, it's, it's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween. Now it's Halloween. And we just sang a song and that's it guys. Good Halloween. See you again in 365 days. And during those days, we're going to just talk about what we're going to, yeah. I guess, sing. This is their life. Yeah. It's cyclical. I would get bored of it, too. And then he, so then he goes and finds Christmas Town, and he's gone for, like, maybe a day, and they <laughs> cannot chill. They freak out. They're like, we have only 364 days left until Halloween. Where's Jack? And so they're all losing their shit. Mm-hmm. And then, but then once he actually becomes San, Santa Claus, which... I read in like uh, I like reading on the Wikipedia's and like when we, when we do research for these movies and shows they'll have like a list of like trivia or goofs. Mm. There's like a goofs section where they call out like the plot holes or like things that are seen on camera that shouldn't be seen and stuff. And one okay. of the, one of the goofs for this movie was that Jack once he finds out about Christmas Town, 
researches Christmas because he's so fascinated mm-hmm. by this holiday. He's like reading books about it. He's like studying Christmas so that he knows it. But by the end of the movie, he's still calling Santa Claus Sandy Claus. Like that's the one thing that he ne- he never. Oh corrects. yeah, that's true. He's trying to perfect every part of the Christmas uh, activity, but that's the one thing he keeps. That's Sandy a good Claus. point. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, that's just a simple it's syllable just, change. It's it's really cute though. But yeah. when and he's... they call him Sandy Claus. <laughs> when he goes, the, the singing in this. Okay, uh, that's another thing I think that makes a emo thing is it's a the musical. musical. Yeah, it's like a drama kid. Yeah, uh, passion. But I, God, I've never seen this. I, I, but I've heard from other people who have done like been part of like the panel of auditions for musical theater shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that it's like the most embarrassing thing in the world if someone brings in one of these songs to sing as really? an audition. Well, and it makes sense because like uh, uh, Danny Elfman, who wrote the music, also sings the voice of Jack. Okay. Uh, and he does it in this like Rex Harrison, My Fair Lady style, where it's like kind of spoken and sung at the same. Like, can imagine just like someone coming into an audition to like. You're like, uh, hi, my name is Dan Curtis Thompson. I'm going to be auditioning uh, and singing the song of Jack's Lament from Nightmare Before Christmas. And here we go. There are few who deny that what I do, I am the best. Like, ew. He like kind of like barfs it out a little bit. <laughs> I don't, okay, but I don't really see how that's, I, I feel like, is it because it's a more of a modern take on, like, some of the, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a musical theater kid at all, but I guess my perception of auditions or what I've seen when I was in element or, like, uh, junior high and high school, I had friends who were, like, in extracurricular musical stuff, mm-hmm. so they were clearly on their path to wanting to be actors and singers and their choices were always like very cliche and like to me still seemed weirder than that like even i don't know just like somewhere over the rainbow um it's Mm -hmm. it's not creepy but it's like (laughs) <laughs> so cliche and like and when you're the older you get it does actually seem kind it's of a little creepy, creepy. <laughs> to be singing somewhere over the rainbow or like yeah. i don't know it, yeah. all of no, it is I, weird. I get it well sure yeah it's all weird i mean you're singing a fucking song in front of three people who are gonna be like let's see if you'll work for me i know <laughs> that's weird but uh the, the, i think the difference is is that like with like somewhere over the rainbow you can show off how beautiful your voice is versus with like <laughs> singing a song by Jack in Nightmare Before Christmas, I guess maybe could show off that you're a bit of a character actor, but at the same yeah. time, like, how are you going to do that, like, in your regular clothes and be like, and since I am dead, I can take off my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I would, I would assume, I would hope that they come in full costume of Jack <laughs> Yeah, like full makeup and yeah, everything. Yeah, that's how you should commit yeah. to that. Yeah, they're like, hi, I'm auditioning for Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they commit to it. Come in with, like, the rags and everything. Um, but, uh, okay, so this couple. So, but when Jack is, okay, that was another thing I was going to say, was when he goes into Christmas Town and he mm. is, he decides to take on the role of, of Santa. Mm. Uh, and it, like, obviously backfires because his perception of what is a good gift is, like, a, head yeah um but uh which is so cute i think he's i know and he's and the kid who pulls the head out is actually not as 
aghast as his parents. Yeah, he's like, but, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but when he's like, creeping through the house and like observing everything, uh, all the decorations, he's mm-hmm. like, it looks so beautiful. They have lights. And he's creeping into the children's bedrooms and he's like, this is strange. There's no ghouls or goblins to scare the children. And it's like, you're a skeleton, a skeleton and you're there in their bedroom. Yeah. You're the one. You're the yeah, thing. You, you said that to me the other night. I never thought about that. It's so That's funny. so true. That's so funny imagining like the monster under your bed being like, huh? Huh? There's weird. no monsters here. There's no here. one here. <laughs> Jack, wake up. Um, yeah, but he's okay. not self-aware. Actually, and you know what? That's very true because, like, I think the whole idea of the relationship between Jack and Sally is he has, he's unaware. He has no self-awareness in terms of, she's always saying, like, he has no, he, does he notice my feelings for him? And uh, she, like, but at the same time, she she's kind of doing weird shit, too. Like, she makes him, like, a weird butterfly smoke potion. But, uh, but she, they're in different on different wavelengths right now because Jack is on a mission here, and and Sally is she's on a mission watching. just I guess to be noticed. Yeah, and she's I think they're both looking for freedom, mm-hmm. and I actually think that Jack's um, mission for freedom is a little bit more healthy than Sally's. Oh my god, of course. He's just trying to discover life in another world and trying to mm-hmm. find ways to integrate it into his own. And Sally is like, I'm a prisoner of this doctor and I'm in love from afar. With a skeleton. With a skeleton <laughs> and I need to and the only way that I can be free is to be with Jack. True. True. Listen, listen we're I really psychoanalyzing with... a, a relationship that does, isn't giving us much to go on. So it's going to sound unnecessarily yeah. deep, but this is what we're yeah. doing here. That's what this podcast is. Yes, that's what uh, this is. So you're right. The uh, But to, to balance those two uh-huh. out, uh, I would say that not that this really makes that healthier necessarily, but uh, Jack, yeah, he, his, uh, his pursuit for uh, freedom is, I guess, learning about other... I guess you could say other cultures. He's mm-hmm. essentially just like traveling yeah. Yeah. the world or whatever, the multiverse, whatever the fuck these trees bring you to. Uh, he's ex- he's exploring the world and learning about other cultures and trying to bring that culture back to his place. He's a, he's just, this movie is actually just about cultural appropriation. Jack, <laughs> really. Jack, Jack's love, and I really love his spirit for discovering things and trying to learn about other... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you can make that that um, uh, comparison. Like, he's... That analogy, like, he's discovering other cultures and he's excited to learn and stuff like that and explore the world. Jack is, like... Jack is a Sagittarius... Yeah. Uh, who's trying to find freedom <laughs> in the world. And Sally is a Pisces who wants to tether him a little bit and be emotional <laughs> and rein him in and support all his dreams, even if they're fucking out there. Weird. Yeah. And Jack, for the first bit of the movie, is like not... He's not rejecting her, but he's just... His he just mind really is elsewhere. Her. His mind yeah. is... He's got stuff to do. Yeah, it's... uh. And, but you know what? Oh, my God. I really just had the revelation that this movie is about cultural appropriation because it's about this guy who's white. <laughs> Think about well, it. Well, his bones no, okay. are white, but whose aren't? <laughs> we don't um, know who he was when he was alive, if he was alive. 
That's true. Okay, so whatever. He's uh, he's a skeleton. He goes off to a, a, another culture. He take he brings <laughs> home. He takes that culture and stops that culture from doing the thing that it does, so that he can do it instead. And then Sally, the voice of reason, is like, "Hey, maybe we should let them do it, and we should do we shouldn't take it." And that's love. And that's what love is. <laughs> Someone trying to stop you from appropriating culture. Yeah, that's he's he's so overzealous. Like when he wants something, he's like, "I'm this is it. I'm pulling mm-hmm. out all the stops." And well, yeah, even the one song that he sings, which is my favorite song, uh, when he's up in his tower, uh, it's called Jack's Obsession. It's where he's like, uh, he he's like uh, the one the one where he's like tossing uh, lights around like the electric chair mm-hmm. and. He's like going crazy about like, oh, what does it mean? What does it mean? That that song is my oh. favorite song. The fucking it's so it's where Wait, he goes nuts. Wait, is that a different song than than what is this? Oh, like, what, what what's is this? this? What's this? What's yeah, this? What's I like this? that one. That's that's the one in Christmas Town. Yeah, okay, what's this? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's this? this? What's what's this? Color? I like that. <laughs> yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite is Jack's Obsession though because okay. uh, I don't know. I just I love I love uh, I don't know. Mel- I think that melody got caught in my head a lot, but. Uh, I, th- I this is this is gonna sound so fucking psychotic, but as a kid, I just remember walking around being all the time like grabbing things and going, "What does it mean? What does it mean?" <laughs> <laughs> Pretending I was Jack. And that's so fucking psychotic. I completely forgot that <laughs> until oh this God. moment. What a fuck! Can you imagine a kid yes. doing that? That's, I can. I can that's imagine you behavior. as a kid doing that. <laughs> what an interesting concept that some of you, like you and other emo kids, owe so much of. The, can you? You know what I am imagining? I'm imagining Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, yeah, graciously accepting a Grammy award and being like, "I owe this to Jack Skellington. I <laughs> this is for you, Jack. This I owe my life to. That's so this funny. Disney skeleton." Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. But okay, can, let's can we talk about Sally a little bit? Because mm-hmm. I Sally's character in this is the one thing that I think, even though we don't see a lot of screen time and like l- like pronounced physical love between the two, we we do see Sally's character throughout the movie, and we see how like yes. she's a very sweet natured, passive, demure, passive bashful she gets very uh, bashful i would like to correct what i say she's passive to a point because she also takes action when she learns yeah. that like oh it's, this isn't right uh and santa mm-hmm. claus is in trouble and yes she does have ad- she does have yeah. uh standards that she advocates yeah. for and so and she, but it but you know what though it translates somewhat as her trying to steer jack in the right direction mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. almost seems like her distraction from her own life i guess because you know yeah. she's trying to escape something but i do appreciate that she allows this to me this relationship reminds me of um one per that dynamic us? that we've explored us maybe but that the <laughs> dim- dynamic that we've explored several times already I mean you already, can take your leg off Yeah that's where, something Yeah where uh that we've explored a few times now already where we have more of a free adventurous spirit who is more of an outgoing explorer and then someone who's a bit of an anchor who who sort of wants to tether yeah, them a little bit but true. not not so much that they're imprisoning them but supporting them Mm-hmm. but not to the point where they won't speak up if they feel something is going awry, as she does when she has a vision that the plan is not yeah. going to 
Which, let's talk about that. What's that about? Why, why does she have magical premonitions? Suddenly? I don't know, but it's not very fleshed out because doesn't it only happen the one time? It only happens the one time. <laughs> it's just she picks up a flower. It turns into a Christmas tree. The Christmas tree tr- catches on fire, and then it cuts to her face that looks like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, I want to know more about these power, these premonitions that she Yeah, has. that's a cool power. So she's trying to deter Jack now from mm-hmm. she thinks this is a bad idea. So she like wants to support Jack, but she also is like trying to be cautious with him. Yeah, I guess so. But there's also like what what's that? As I almost said it earlier, like uh, she at one point she like sneaks out because that's her thing. She sneaks out and mm-hmm. uh, she's like, I'm restless. He's like, we have to be patient. Uh, Finkelstein's like, we have to be patient. That's all. And she's like, I don't want to be patient. Uh then she sneaks out again just to like give Jack some like potion with like a, a, a butterfly that comes out. We don't really yeah. know what it is. She like brings it up to his thing and then he like sees it. He's like, oh, that's nice. And he's like, oh, that, he, I'm going to look out and say hi to her. That's so nice. And then she's gone. Like, what was her game there? Did I she just want to give that thing to oh, him and then disappear like yeah, why did she want to have more of a connection i think she was bashful i think that's what that mm. was i think she was uh, nervous okay. and because she because her the into almost the entire time her lens through which she sees jack is from a distance it's like her watching and observing him mm-hmm. um even because ev- even they're in their which brief- would be creepy but this is halloween town it's Halloween Town. They're allowed to be creepy. Yeah. Creepy is actually romantic here. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to take that into consideration is that creepy ups the score. But yeah, so she has this idea of him, I guess. We, we yeah. never really get a history of like how well they know each other or anything like that. But but Jack is, I just kind of. It seems of, like everyone in the town knows each other pretty yeah. well, though. Yeah. They're, I would say they're friends at this point. Yeah. And I just like that this is not really much of a push-pull. It's just that Jack is distracted. Jack just really needs to do some other stuff. And I, I really like yeah. that spirit towards love because at the end, you know, they do end up together and he does right. reciprocate her feelings. He's just, he's more lighthearted about it. And I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's so interesting though because their their actual relationship only happens in like the last ten ish minutes of the movie. Yeah, like when when and Jack gets the... shot down, uh, he's like uh, he's like, well, what the heck? I should go back and be uh, the Pumpkin King, and then he runs back and uh, he goes and he like fights Oogie Boogie mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then he saves Sally, and after like, after Santa Claus leaves. Which, by the way, uh, there's one line in here that I always find I always found very funny. That's just kind of like a, a kind of like side note line. Is where Santa Claus is like, yeah, maybe stick to your own thing. I'm gonna do my thing, and uh, you should listen to her. She's the only one that makes any sense around here. And then he like walks away, and he goes, oh, skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, ah, oh, skeletons. <laughs> Which is so like, funny because he's got so it's... much experience with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always thought that was such a this funny This isn't line. the first time. Oh, skeletons. Skeletons. I yeah. have to deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Which also kind of mirrors my cultural appropriation idea because like the guy who got his culture stolen is like stop stealing my culture Ugh, skeletons <laughs> or which is essentially like oh white, white people, people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, um, he had a good thing. I going. wonder if there's any kind of that in the there idea in be. the it's a very creative stiff. process. I never thought about that until now. But anyway, uh, then Sally's like, Jack, uh, I'm sorry. And he's, and he's like, I guess I didn't. I had no idea uh, that. And then he gets cut off, and they're like, We found you. And that's the end of that interaction. Yeah. And then they don't have another interaction till the very end when she's just like walks away after it starts snowing in Halloween Town for the first time, and they're like, What's this? What's this reprise? <laughs> And she walks off into the swirly hill, and he sings that like that little final song, and they kiss, and that's it. And that's it, pretty much. Yeah. And and the lyrics of that song are interesting to me because it's all well, it's mostly Jack singing that Sally jumps in on, but uh, it, it the, the lyrics to me, I, I guess, I, I guess this is to me, I guess is very Disney because like it's just like, and now we gotta end it with love and happy. Because it's like, my dearest friend, if you don't mind, I'd like to join you by your side where we can gaze into the stars and sit together now and forever. For it is plain as anyone can see, we're simply meant to be. And I was like, this time watching it through, I was like, is that plain to see? Is that really plain to see? Because until now, it's not really I didn't really plain. know that you liked her. Yeah, it's not plain. No, it's very, his end of this, of the affection is very rushed. Yeah. And placed yeah. very strategically at the end. We don't, yeah, we don't see him exhibiting any affection towards her really throughout mm-hmm. this process. He's not yeah. thinking about her. He's thinking about Christmas. That's it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like, I get it. I think they're just. <laughs> I get it. How many dates have I been on where I'm like, <laughs> I would way rather be opening presents. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 definitely shoehorning a. a affections from his end so they did mm-hmm. a good job of showing that sally is patiently waiting and observing from afar and trying, yeah. shooting her shot in a subtle way wherever she can with like gifts and and and, tra- and warnings and stuff but yeah from mm-hmm. jack's end we really don't we don't have any reason to think that he likes her or doesn't like her he's just at the most indifferent the entire time yeah and maybe uh, other than that he's like i guess well she likes me i mean it's her or those fucking weird witches so are there are there (laughs) any examples of real life examples that we can pull from where we've seen this play out like do you know anybody who's because i feel like this is a familiar type of situation where you've seen two people one of them you're like oh that person definitely likes him Mm -hmm. or her they the other one i i'm not quite sure but they end up together maybe and you're like huh Okay, well, I guess they were holding their cards guess... close to their chest, or maybe they had a last-minute realization. Hmm. Um, but you otherwise didn't know it, didn't see it coming, because this is an interesting on-screen yeah. play out of that that we don't really actually get to see a whole lot of. Yeah, I'm well, trying like, to think of real life examples of that. I can't really think of my that. parents. No, um, like we're at like the eleventh <laughs> hour. Of course, my dad's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a long line of skeletons. Um, yeah, uh, it's an interesting. I'm not. Dynamic. I'm not really sure, but um, I mean, I know that we're gonna be like really pulling at strings here with this pulling at threads. Um, I mean, it's it's nice. It's a nice relationship. It's I nice. Guess. It's not. It, that's the thing. It's, I don't it's feel. Non, it's not offensive. You know, no. like, it's not like Beauty and the Beast where I'm like, oh, no. actually, this is pretty abusive. You know, no. It's... Uh, the, oh, the one thing I would say, though, uh, that would be a, a con for mm-hmm. me, for them, is that Jack truly doesn't. Uh, it, it's not necessarily that he doesn't notice her or is like maybe oblivious. Uh, he just like. 
Ah, uh, you know what? No, he is. He's just a fucking. He's just a fucking classic guy. He's like, I got my own shit. You know. I know, but but there's but there's like a sweetness to it that is so removed from how we see masculinity presented on screen. In the but well, sure, the, he's singing. In, in the sense <laughs> that, in the sense though that, yeah, he's got his own shit, but he's not even. Ignore, he's not actively rejecting or ignoring her. He's just living his life. And to me, there's something so admirable about his free spirit towards discovering, you know, Christmas or even love yeah. at the end. It's just so lighthearted and free that I really like that. It's just yeah. an adventurous spirit who will just take things as they come and is not very passionate about that. And I actually appreciate a lack of passion sometimes just yeah. in this you know yeah why not let's do this you know what that uh blink 182's i miss you has the line about jack and sally and it actually it, it, i think they try and make it sound really, really romantic but like if i really think about the lyrics which are uh uh we can live like jack and sally if we want where you can always find me we'll have halloween on christmas and in the night we'll wish it never ends uh so that actually really does sum up this relationship to me because Jack and uh, Jack and Sally, where you can always find me, you being like the Sally, and mm-hmm. it's essentially being like, uh, it's saying that like we're Jack and Sally, you come to me. <laughs> yeah, I think a con to me would be the fact that Jack doesn't really put much effort into it i guess but then i'm getting uh, uh this is the thing that's so it's hard to do with this because there's so nothing didn't, to pull from didn't because he give her something uh didn't he give her a present no really i thought there was a, a, a point where he gave he gives her a present maybe not oh gosh does he I'd be embarrassed I if think, i forget I, that i because think that I if, know he, this movie so if well. he did i think maybe it was very flippant but um, I thought for some reason that he gives her a present, but, um, if I not, I guess, I guess to me, like, it, it seems like, I guess, obviously he returns the feelings for her when he like, uh, realizes. Yeah. <sighs> it's just that like, I don't know. There's maybe, maybe because once Jack decides, uh, to put his mind to something, he's all in. Maybe that's actually a good thing that like, once he realizes he'll be all in, Maybe, yeah. but at the same time, I don't know. There's also a part of me is like, ah, oh, Sally, you should find someone that notices you too. <laughs> yeah, you know maybe I mean? to, to maybe match her efforts. Yeah, because she does. She's, but she's, she's very sentimental. She's very sentimental, and I, I guess he is too, just in his own way about his own things. Okay, you know what? I'll, okay, here's here's a con. Uh, the fact that Jack becomes so obsessed feels like a red flag <laughs> with christmas yeah yeah i mean he, like he's dude laser focused on it's one I thing mean, to like, explore when, yeah if you like something cool to get all in to get involved in and to like really uh be passionate about it but passion mm-hmm. and obsession are different things yeah and this is now so, his life's purpose yeah because it's yes exactly that. because he's like he was the pumpkin king he was uh he cared about halloween town and then he got bored of it so then uh he found uh christmas and he got so excited about that and just ignored everything that made him him so this is a red flag because they these guys can't die right 
they're gonna be together forever he's gonna get bored of her yeah <laughs> and I mean, then be like mm, oh look at that witch it's yeah look at I that mean, fucking easter bunny there's so little to go on that it could be said that the the same frivolity that i'm assigning uh posi- positive meaning to could actually be a red flag because yeah, maybe he's I'm, just maybe he's just taking things as they come because he's bored and he gets restless obviously and then he he puts all his focus and then maybe he moves on to the, to the next thing i can relate to that oh god <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, a toy it's a, you get you find a toy and you really like it and then you get bored yeah i mean like he cheated on halloween why wouldn't he cheat on sally could be. Is that Could be. too much of speculation? I don't know. You decide. <laughs> did he? Did, did he? Did he like denounce Halloween though, or he just no? Wants a new he just thing? he just moved on from it, kind of. You know, like, uh, you know, it's interesting. Maybe he didn't, cause he, uh, like in the uh, making Christmas song when they're like making toys and stuff, but he's like bringing Halloween into Christmas. So maybe it, maybe. Yeah. If we're going to dig even further into this non-thing, uh, he would actually, you know, be married to Sally, get kind of bored with it, find something new and be like, oh, wow, I really love this thing. Let me bring Sally into it as well. You know, like he's uh, he's making hats, but they're made out of bats and rats. Yeah. Well, and it also could be more limited to his passions in life. Like maybe he commits to Sally, but he does get restless, but that just means he finds a new... Now he's into... Uh, easter or something like yeah. he just finds different I things always wanted that as like sequels i wanted like nightmare or east easter nightmare i wanted to know what was behind all the other doors i wanted to see those worlds i wanted to see the, see the valentine's world the uh i mean the, i think the nightmare before easter is just actually easter the you know the <laughs> night <laughs> yeah this going is like the it's crucifixion. like the night before <laughs> is like pretty much a nightmare so yeah yeah um oh my god you know what the tr- the worst world would be there's a thanksgiving door and no matter which way you spin it if that's going back to like the sitting down with the pilgrims or whatever Mm -hmm. uh cool you're going back to a genocide if it's like a true or if we're going into like uh the actual like kind of like uh silly kind of uh world like you know christmas is santa claus halloween is like monsters you know if it was to be like that version of thanksgiving it would just be like a world of death factories for turkeys. <laughs> It'd be horrible. So that would be a difficult Disney. That's sell. a tough one. That's, That's a, a tough real one tough to pitch. one. But you know what? I wouldn't put put it past Disney to pull it off, to figure it out, find a but, whimsical okay. way. So, they, they love putting whimsy on histories of genocide and, and things like that and racism. True. And that's they true. love putting a nice little bow on a, yeah. on a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> if they, anyone can do it, it's Disney. Well, are we ready to rate these? I don't think I have anything left in me to I give. Mean, I'm a skeleton now. I'm down to the bone. I mean, we, we really scrape we really scraped the bottom of the barrel we with this already. The meat so, off this. Uh, there was no meat to begin with. No, just like Jack. So yeah, let's uh, let's rate it. Want to rate them out of pumpkins? Yeah. All right, I'll go first. Okay. You always go first. I won't go first. Uh, Jack and Sally, uh, they are a couple, and that's pretty much all I can say. Uh, <laughs> there's more. There, no, there's more. Uh, uh, it's it's clear that Sally really likes Jack. Uh, she really wants to put the effort to get to know him, uh, to 
you know, show his uh, show her affection in kind of subtle ways. Like she doesn't blatantly come out and say, "Hey, so I got feelings for you. What do you think?" Uh, she's like, "Hey, here's a bottle of uh, butterfly essence, and uh, I'm gone. I'm don't don't look at me." And that it's it's nice, but I can also kind of see why he wouldn't really pick up the hint that she liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, uh, it, it's it's nice that once he realized, oh, maybe she likes me, and maybe that's something I could explore, uh, he goes and meets her. However, uh, the fact that he realizes one, uh, on minute one that she likes him and uh, maybe it's something that he could explore, and then minute two is saying uh, it's simply plain to see... Uh, it, it's plain to see that we're simply meant to be on minute two. Feels like a red flag. He's going into obsession mode. <laughs> He's uh, That's two feet in. That's all bones in. So uh, J- Jack's obsession makes me a little nervous for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sally's, um, I guess, uh, shy or passive uh, uh, mentality wi- with Jack, where she kind of idolizes him, but uh, also just kind of like doesn't really speak up about her own feelings toward him. Also feels like uh, it's heading in a scary direction. But hey, if it's scary, scary. and they're in Halloween Town, maybe yes. that's an ideal relationship. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna give this couple a good. Uh, I'll give them. I'm gonna give them middle of the road, two point five pumpkins out of out of five because okay. uh, they're not. They're it's not. There's not a lot to go on, and also. Uh, there, it's it's not it's non-offensive, but it's it it doesn't like it. It's just it, it's just I guess it's nice. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah, that's. There's fair. things you can see that, that look nice. There's things you can see that look uh, maybe red flaggy. But it's and that's the spirit too, of Halloween. And that's what Halloween's all about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I agree. There's there's not a whole lot to go on. Some of some of the things that we've seen are, are just nice. Some sometimes it just it's just there. Um, I, I like Jack's spirit. As I said, I like his sense of an adventure and his frivolity. But at the same time, that could be a double edged sword because that could that could serve that could serve uh, to be a disadvantage to mm-hmm. Sally, who seems very delicate and frail as a rag doll mm. might be. And uh, I would maybe be a little cautious about her because she's all in and she loves him and she's loved him longer because he decided at the 11th hour that he's in, in with this. But there's, like you said, there's nothing offensive about it. And maybe maybe they're one of those couples that one it seems like they're just kind of along for the ride, but it works. They're one of those quirky couples that just work. And he's just, in general, a more spontaneous, lighthearted person who doesn't think too deeply about things. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, overall, I like Sally's sweet disposition. I like that he she supports him. And I'm going to give them three pumpkins mm, okay, i'll give them three okay, okay. yeah okay so 5.5 5 pumpkins out of 10 mm-hmm. that's a that's, that's a, right. that's, yeah i feel that feels right for them yeah i mean does. i would like to add one one thing i'm not going to change my score but um yeah. uh the f- the fact that jack gets so in uh obsessed and involved with with things like christmas mm-hmm. um and goes maybe a little bit 
into like obsession, not healthy uh, uh, ways of getting excited about something new. And Sally had to be like, ah, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You're almost got this guy killed. I don't like this plan. Jack, you shouldn't be doing. No, Jack, don't do this. Don't do mm-hmm. this. Is that anchoring him? Because he, uh, I don't think so because he doesn't listen to it. Uh, it might just be a problem going fur- going further because if he gets obsessed about, you know, Easter or St. Patrick's Day, whatever it is, uh, she might be like, dude, stop. And he'll be like, I'm just, I'm just fucking living, man. What the fuck? <laughs> But sometimes, I mean, that's true, but sometimes you got to find out by finding out yourself. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's, that's, that's too uh, blank. That's too much of a blanket statement to apply to all kinds of problems. Like there are some things that, yeah, you, your partner should alert you to and you should maybe take heed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's like, well, you, we got to figure, the only way to figure this out is to... Figure, figure it, it out. out yeah and to figure that's it out true. the hard way mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the other reasons why it was hard to rate this couple is because mm-hmm. uh the entire movie is them not being a couple exactly yeah so. we're, we're, we're just yeah two people with slight affections that come yeah. together at the end so yeah well there but you hey, go hey we could live like jack and sally if we want two I people who it, are you know? not let's be a together more, <laughs> let's be a little bit more frivolous about yeah. life so that's that's Jack and Sally. That's our episode, and that's going to be our, our final um, official couples episode of this season. The next episode mm-hmm. will be the season season finale playoffs. Um, so thank you so much for listening to us this far. Mm-hmm. And uh, happy Halloween! Gonna, happy Halloween! Merry Christmas if you're listening then. And um, stay tuned because we have season four coming up. We're going to be starting it in January 2022, and that's right. we've got a good lineup for you. And if you follow us on socials, you'll be able. Uh, to see the lineup um, that we might give you some previews and also on patreon everyone always gets early access to everything so that's right and again uh patreon for the month of october is free yeah Yeah, absolutely free free. halloween the way Uh, jack skellington would would have liked it absolutely and just the just because this is going to be the end of our season uh well after our next episode which is the playoffs Mm -hmm. uh, of the two best couples uh, then we're going to do a, on Patreon alone, uh, play off of the worst couples to find out who the worst of the season right. was. And then uh, we're also going to do other special episodes that you can listen to uh, where we, Courtney and I talk about just general relationship things uh, where we, we analyze, uh, we analyze Sour the, by Olivia Rodriguez. We've analyzed uh, a Rodrigo. bunch of little, a bunch of little like memes and stuff that we find on Instagram about relationships uh, a lot of fun stuff, and we're also going to be doing little side, uh, little little mini episodes about lesser characters that maybe wouldn't have a whole episode. So stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll do a few more Halloween ones. We'll do some Christmas ones. We maybe we'll even maybe we'll post. We'll do one or two uh, Christmas ones on the main. Well, who, yeah, who and if you're involved in the Patreon, you get you get more choice. You know, mm-hmm. we we take your suggestions on there. So um, yeah. and thank you, you so much. You can tell us for... what to do. Well, we are we'll your we are your servants. If you you come on Patreon, we'll clean your house. Yeah. Uh, So thank you so much for all your support and for listening, and stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, If you want to follow me online, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DCT Comedy. And you can follow me at Courtney J. Gilmore on Instagram, at Courtney Uch on Twitter, and CourtneyGilmore.com for all my performance dates. That's right. And I guess until next week, our last 
episode Bye. of the season. See you later. You stay frosty Goodbye. out there. Whoa.